0: You're listening to the weekly sermon podcast from Union Road Presbyterian Church. For more information join us on Facebook or visit our website at unionroad.org.uk Good evening everybody and welcome to our evening service as we continue on with this new series Satisfaction 101. And tonight we will be looking at singleness. And let us, let us turn to God's word need to do that. Let us read from 1 Corinthians chapter 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Okay, we're going to begin at verse 25, but I just want to highlight a couple of verses earlier on in the chapter. Um, verse 1 Now, for the matters you wrote about, it is good for a man not to marry. And verse 7 I wish that all men were as I am. But each man has his own gift from God. One has this gift. Another has that. And then verse 25. Now about virgins I have no command from the Lord. But I give a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of this present crisis. I think that it is good for you to remain as you are. Are you married? Do not seek a divorce. Are you unmarried? Do not look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life. And I want to spare you this. What I mean, brothers, is that the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they had none. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. Those who buy something as if it was not theirs to keep. Those who use the things of the world as if it not not engrossed but in them. For this world in its present form is passing away. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs. How he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world. How he can please his wife and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone thinks he is acting improperly toward the virgin he is engaged to, And if she is getting along in years and he feels he ought to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who has settled the matter in his mind, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the Virgin, this man also does the right thing. So then he who marries the Virgin does right, but he who does not marry does even better. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes. But he must be alone to the Lord. In my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is. And I think that I too have the Spirit of God. Our topic tonight is singleness. And you might think because you're not single, this topic isn't for you. But it, it really is. It's a topic that is for everybody, those who are single and those who are not and those of you who are single tonight i am guessing most of you do not want that to be the case it's a label stuck on many people and often it's not very helpful at all today the church people christians have written a lot of stuff about singleness often about those who are struggling with same-sex attraction know that that is a sin and do not marry or have romantic relationships much surrounds that in its writing and for those in the church we do not just assume that if someone in their 20s or 30s or 40s is not married that they are same sex attracted or that something must be wrong with them we should not assume that that is not healthy and that is not good One of the things about singleness is in the church from its very beginning there have been more christian ladies in the church and men and many of these christian ladies seek to remain faithful to god's word seeking a male who is a godly man a godly christian man and they should be commended for that and also prayed in that there are not enough christian men for christian ladies And that is hurtful to many. But throughout the centuries, oh how the church has been blessed by Christian men and women who have remained single. Some have gone off to do amazing things in the mission field. Who have been able to serve with greater flexibility. Those single men and women who are prayer warriors for the church. Who have a deep devotion for the Lord and the church could not function without them. The church has been blessed with many people through the years with this gift of singleness. We think of Amy Carmichael, who was able to go off to India and do amazing things in the mission field. Or more recently, the deceased John Stott, who had a few relationships in his life but remained single. Two godly people who served the Lord and his church faithfully. This topic is for everybody tonight. Those who are single and those who are not. Those married with a family, you're not to cast off the single people. You're not to be dismissive of single people. Being single and the status that that brings often changes with age as well, doesn't it? Being single in your late teens and early twenties is maybe an exciting thing. But maybe as time goes on, there's a sense of panic or sadness that builds up. And others, although they were not single, they now find themselves single, entering a new phase of life. They've been widowed and lost someone they've loved. And it hurts those who are single, directly impacts those who are single, but also impacts families as well for mums and dads longing that their son and daughter would find a suitable spouse, to brothers and sisters concerned for each other and other family members looking on at loved ones and they can see their heart broken after their loss. Singleness is not just folk in their twenties but we experience it in every decade of life. There are people in all from all different backgrounds all different experiences and it impacts us all those who are single and tonight as we think about singleness let's first highlight the struggle of singleness the struggle of singleness whenever a lot of people set up their life and how they would plan it out perfectly it will include a job a house and often a husband or wife and family. And we know, particularly with young girls, don't we, that they love weddings. I remember at my cousin's wedding, and she was, what, 24, 5 or so. And her, our younger cousin, who's about seven, she was just in awe of the whole celebration, almost pretending to be the bride herself great excitement dreaming or playing as if it was their own wedding and we can have a picture of what we want life to look like but it hasn't quite planned out that way and then it, sometimes it's like a grieving process in that time we might have to be processing accepting what life is now for many people singleness has not been a choice That they have intended to make. Perhaps it has come really unexpectedly with being widowed or divorced. And the struggle is real. Circumstances can lead to spiritual battles such as a health scare or a a bad diagnosis in our health or trouble at work or at home. But the single life too is a spiritual battle and a struggle within people's hearts. For within hearts there will be jealousy, anger, lusting, sexual temptation. And we could go on and on and on. But let me highlight three struggles tonight before we move on. The struggle of singleness includes a lack of contentment. And that won't be for everybody. But often those who are single will have a lack of contentment. And that is something we all experience. A lack of contentment with our situation in life because our life is dependent on how we are feeling, yet with singleness it seems to be even more difficult as well. Because we look at our life and we cannot believe that this is possibly it. We might be even angry at God, why are you withholding marriage from me? I would be a good mother, I would be a good father. Maybe we're depressed hey, too, and that lack of contentment because we feel as though no one wants us. And then for some, maybe there is just that acceptance that I'm not going to get married. And maybe you swing in all of those feelings, and with them all, there's the lack of happiness to the situation. Having that great desire of not being single, but to be single, hurts. learning to be content is something that we all need, not just those who are not married, but those who no longer have a spouse. We need to learn to be content. Not all singles are discontent and if you are discontent there can be many reasons for that. And that discontentment, it comes and it goes as well, doesn't it? There might be moments or things that you experience that intensifies that discontentment all the more it's triggered by an engagement it's triggered by a wedding it's triggered when you see a couple walking down the promenade in port skirt and you remember doing that once before yet for others it might come and go yet for others it's just like a, a fog that never clears it's always just lingering about single struggle with a lack of contentment. See it's important for all of us to know that you are not less human if you are single. Language like uh, my other half or my better half is really not helpful and in fact it's just wrong. In that we are saying anyone single is incomplete. Less than human, in fact just half a person. Singleness does not mean that we are deficient in our humanity, in who we are. Because if we say that, we are saying that Jesus was less than a man, but very obviously he was not. Often singleness leads to discontentment because our happiness or our contentment is based on our personal circumstance. Our contentment needs to be rooted in Christ. And not ourselves. The struggle of discontentment. Secondly, the struggle of loneliness. One of our greatest desires, isn't it, is to not feel alone. And there is a a fear to to being alone at different times, not just in the stormy night or whenever we are scared. And that is one of the struggles of singleness it's loneliness. And even as we've walked through this pandemic months and even before it how often was it highlighted on the news again and again and again about this pandemic of loneliness there are many people who feel alone especially in the older generation who have lost a loved one but also in the younger people loneliness occurs for all of us but especially those who are single maybe you've thrown yourself fully into your work expecting that to help with your loneliness yet there's still that something missing you feel there's still something that you're longing for or you've thrown everything and all your efforts into your your hobbies the sport that you enjoy maybe into the farm that you love or the church to serve, to help you in your loneliness, but those things haven't helped you as you hoped it would. Loneliness for those who have no longer for their spices is particularly intense. For men and women who've had their hearts broken in previous years and relationships. For those who would love to share in a romantic relationship, yet they are incredibly lonely. It is a great struggle, a great burden on their hearts. They desperately do not want to be alone. Yet, as they look around them, they are. And the struggle is real and it is hurtful. Another struggle of being single is coveting romance romance for for many people we want to have that wonderful experience of maybe dropping something when you're going out shopping and a, a beautiful man picks it up like a movie a cheesy movie we all call it romance one thing not wanting to be lonely but there's also this struggle of wanting a romantic relationship and the struggle of coveting romance and the danger of that is that very, very quickly we begin to idolise marriage. We idolise it. That's the be-all and end-all of our life. But marriage isn't the be-all and end-all in life. This coveting romance which moves quickly into idolising marriage of course includes a great temptation of sexual immorality. Looking, lusting after handsome males or beautiful females. There may be a very strong sexual temptation. The struggle is real and it is intense. and They covet it above everything else. See, maybe you never imagined of being at your age and not married or not enjoying a relationship. For some, you can't help but feel that you are running out of time and are starting to panic. There's that struggle at looking at other relationships and coveting what they have. Yes, we can covet materials and we're very familiar with that, but we also can covet relationships. Even the danger of a married couple doing that, a wife looking at someone else's husband and how they treat their family. Even for singles, where you covet a relationship or someone else's, wife or husband, there's that great struggle. That longing to be married was quickly moved to idolized marriage. Three struggles discontentment, loneliness, and coveting romance. Where is the help in these struggles? How do we continue to go about life? What should we do with our struggles? How do we overcome the struggle of singleness? Well, the quick answer is that we don't. (laughs) But we look to Christ and his word. In Lamentations chapter 3, we read these words. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The struggle of singleness, if that's you, you are loved. If you are feeling unloved, unchosen, undesirable, know that the Lord loves you greatly and intensely. God has chosen you to be part of his people in trusting Jesus. Because while well, the Lord's compassions are new every morning, see contentment and singleness is not a status to be arrive at, but something that we need to depend on the Lord each day. Rachel Jones writes as a single woman, we don't need to be okay about being single in 40 years time but just today it's a day at a time some days will be easier than others other days will be hard days as we get ready to go to a wedding or engagement or a birth of a a family friend it's just a day at a time because God's mercies are new every morning we need to be learning, each of us, to be content in God's mercies every day. And that might sound really helpful. But what about our loneliness or our lust? It doesn't make things, turning up to things alone. Whenever you had long to bring someone along. It doesn't make our sex of desires go away. We might feel really alone. Yes, we might be looking at the Lord's mercies every day. But let me encourage you and say that no one is alone in the church. Because the church is a family. A place where we find brothers and sisters and parents and children and home. Do you have a family? Well, yes, in a very real way. There should be no lonely people in God's family. Marriage, it points to a time when the bride the church is brought to meet the groom jesus and it's only the church being in the church being that bride of christ that we will enjoy a permanent relationship full of love grace and mercy on that wedding day the greatest wedding day in heaven no christian will feel hard done by No Christian will feel like they have missed out on anything in life because they have Christ in all of his fullness and our hearts will be full of joy and celebration. If you are struggling with sexual immorality and idolizing marriage, you need to treasure Christ above all else and look forward to that final wedding day where there will be the most glorious banquet. The bride of church will be in all of its beauty and splendor because Christ has made us whole. We overcome the struggle of singleness, finding contentment in Christ, because His mercies are new every morning, and we find company with Christ and His church to help us in our loneliness. You are not alone. But part massive family. There is this real struggle to singleness but as we turn to 1st Corinthians 7 there is a strength of singleness, there is a strength of being single. Unfortunately our culture and even inside the church family there is a huge significance put on marriage often and nearly always to the detriment of those who are unmarried or no longer married. It is easy for the unmarried to feel like a second class citizen in the church family. Because far too many people assume that there must be something wrong with those who remain single. As I've mentioned before, language like another half is not helpful. If you're single, you lack nothing. If you're married, you lack nothing. With a provisional of trusting in Jesus. Paul says in 1 Corinthians that there's a strength to being single. In fact, in kingdom work terms, being single is even better. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 7 just now. Singleness allows undivided devotion to the Lord. You see that at the end of verse 35. Singleness allows undivided devotion to the Lord that is the strength of singleness as we begin to look at these verses together verses 25 onwards Paul begins by saying that you are free to choose what you want because there is no command from the Lord there is no command to get married there's no command to remain single being married or unmarried is not more spiritual than the other And we also have to remember the context in which Paul writes to the church in Corinth. Marriage, especially for women in this age, was to bring economic security to them if they married well. It also brought them meaning to life. See, a woman without a family at this time is a social outcast. Her singleness is a sign of social failure. And for some today there still might be this sense of of stigma because we're frustrated and people assume that people who are single are are wrong or a failure and they're often outcast and don't feel welcome within their old friendship groups and that is devastating but paul absolutely shatters this thought the singleness is a valid option in verse 38 he says it might even be the better option Let's consider just briefly marriage or singleness. If you're in that dilemma at the moment, don't do anything just because someone is telling you to do it. Succumbing to social pressure is never a good way to make a decision. If you would like to stay single for career, that is a bad reason. If you want to stay single for serving the Lord, that is the right reason. If you're looking to get married because you can't live without it or can't bear the thought of being alone, that is not a good reason. Only Christ can satisfy us. There is an opportunity for fulfillment and satisfaction in life, married or unmarried, through Jesus. Jesus will never let us down everyone else will let us down in this life but christ will exceed our expectations whether married or single pursuing a relationship or not none of those were meant to be gods but good gifts from god to be enjoyed singleness or marriage paul says they are both really valid options for paul it's maybe not just an option but singleness might even be the better option And at the end of verse 28, he maybe indicates why it might be the better option. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life. Marriages will be difficult. Not only will you encounter your own problems and struggles in life, but they're yours of your your spouse or of your children. Husband and wife are not Mr and Mrs Perfect, but Mr and Mrs Sinful. And there, there will be struggles. And Paul, he continues and he says in verse 29 that time is short for us. And then he lists different things that we are to not do. He says, for now on those who have wives should live if they had none. Those who are mourned if they did not mourn. And he continues with a different couple of things there. And what Paul is doing is that he's trying to put everything into context. In the grand scheme of your life in this world time is short and the world is passing away. We need to use our time wisely for the Lord and singles especially can do that. In verse 32 Paul says that an unmarried man is concerned about the Lord affairs and how he can please the Lord. A single person is concerned more concerned about the Lord's affairs. A vital part of the Christian responsibility for married people. Is the care of their spouse and their children and their family. A husband and wife needs to take time together to read the word. A husband and wife need to spend time with their children. To disciple them and to teach them God's ways and God's words. That takes time. And that means that time is taken away from other things. Other things. Maybe that hobby that they once thoroughly enjoyed. Or being involved in different activities in the church. Single people have more time to give things. Marriage, with marriage comes great responsibility, but a lack of flexibility. And Paul is not saying that it's better to be single because then you can really please God. but. We all can please god by serving him but when you're single you have a certain freedom than those who are married do not when you're married you can't take unilateral decisions anymore you just can't get up and leave just five minutes before bedtime for the children but when you're single there is a greater freedom in serving your interests aren't as divided you have a greater freedom to care for others in the church and in the outside world the best thing we all can do with our hours of the day is to serve the lord a married person will have more time schedules and things to be at. a single person generally is more flexible a single person is more flexible in terms of serving the lord they can take time off to serve in different ways during the summer for example or a single person can more easily meet up to do a one-to-one bible study with someone or serve the lord in different ways so if you're single don't waste it use it look for opportunities to serve the lord because in verses 32 to 34 paul says that while a man and woman interests are divided how is my interest more divided than someone who's single Well, I'm concerned about my marriage, my house. I might be concerned for our own career or the money that we have, or how we are going to make ends meet rather than thinking of the Lord's affairs first. We are often more devoted to our comforts and the comforts we bring to our families than the Lord's affairs. Singleness, on the other hand, allows for undivided devotion to the Lord. Singleness allows undivided devotion to the Lord. We thought about the struggles of singleness, that great strength of singleness that we can serve the Lord. And then finally, how do we, or how do we go about serving those who are single? Serving singles. Whether we are single or married and with a family, we can serve those who remain single. And now that we've thought about the strengths and struggles, maybe you can think of some ways that you can serve others. Over the last number of years, Sarah and I have had many friends who have got married and many who have not got married. And many of our friends share with us the struggle of singleness and many have shared with us uh, different situations where they've been out in a social context with others, either maybe in a small group or even in a personal conversation or in a larger crowd where the crack is flowing and the bumper is mighty, well they've shared how others have made them feel much less. They were not conscious of being alone when the crack was well. But whenever someone tries to be funny or cracks a joke. Makes them feel as though something is wrong with them. Or goes matchmaking for them. That crushes many hearts. Confidence is crushed. Hearts are hurting with how others have treated them. Being single does not mean that they are immune to feelings. Or are now insensitive. Be careful. Think before you speak. Do not put others down. Whether that be joking about their lack of success in relationships. That is not helpful. Not loving. And also not a good witness for Jesus. How can we serve singles? Well, we need to be careful with our language. A language full of love. Rather than teasing. Pointing out faults perhaps. Asking why not that is not helpful we need to be loving singles with our language whether it be those who have never been married and even with those who have been married and have lost a lot we need to be tender and gentle with our words and with our language with them because there is a struggle to being single again rachel jones says you'll definitely will have single friends need you to speak helpful truths to them rather than thoughtless remarks, hurtful banter or useless platitude. Don't speak thoughtlessly to single people. Even if it's banter, it will often be hurtful banter and don't use useless platitudes. There's many other fish in the sea. That is not helpful. Church is meant to be a family, but sometimes as the case with family, it is with the the church. People say silly things, things that are hurtful and are cutting. We need to be able to serve singles with our language. We also need to be willing to serve singles with our time, with our time as i've really slightly indicated there that strength one of the strengths of singleness is often more time for the lord's work but we uh, as married people or people with families we need to make time for single people because while single people believe it or not they will need help for different things they will need help from mowing their grass to changing a light bulb or removing spiders from the bathroom floor corner they need time with God's people a family who are willing to help them in different areas of their life even those practical things and just spend time with them and to love them to offer them that friendship so they that struggle of loneliness eases that little bit because they have something someone they know that loves them and encourages them we need to have that friendship with them. Allow them into your crazy lives with children running wild. Let them see the craziness of your life and let them be a part of it. You need to be careful with their language. We need to be serving with our time. And then lastly, we serve with prayer. For some, they are really hurting because they are lonely, because of lost loved ones some are living alone and have done so for some time and it's still really difficult it is hurting and others are continuing to adjust to that some are longing for love for company for friendship others have a heart's broken some really crave marriage and it is hurting them so so much and we need to pray for them they're part of our family and we love them and we cherish them and we need to pray for them we need to pray that they would experience god's mercies new every morning that that would help them in their walk as they go to work or whatever activity they are engaged in that day we need to pray that that struggle of loneliness that they would trust jesus yes but also find others to have a friendship with, that they would not be lusting after others, that they would not be coveting marriage but clinging on to Jesus ever tighter and treasuring him above everything else. That is how we serve our single people with our language, with their time but most importantly perhaps with our prayers. There will be people in your life and in church, that you can be thankful to and grateful for, whether you're married or single. But let us all take the time to be involved in this big family because we all need each other. The church has been blessed and blessed and blessed by those who have been single, whether by choice or by not, but the church has been blessed because of them. Do you not think singleness. Is second best in this life because it might be even better. Church is a family and remember that marriage does not last forever. Marriage does not last forever but the church will be the bride of Christ forever and ever. Never we are discontented with life in any aspect including singleness it's often because our priorities have gone astray or skewed. The sense of completeness, the things that we desire and long for are not found in our career and will not be found in a spouse but only from wholeheartedly following Jesus. So let us all, even though those who are mine might be distracted by the things of this world, let us all have this undivided devotion to the Lord because all we have is Jesus.